This week in our collective heads Wanna put an old rumor to bed Stereotype that you've all heard How we're all just angry video game nerds Most of us have actual jobs Kids and families and cats and dogs, yeah This week in our collective heads This week in our collective heads Hey! You can hear me now. So, apologies for that. So, uh, yeah, they keep updating our streaming software, and I, I come up with a, a workaround, and then yeah. they update to fix the, the problem that they had, and then I gotta refix the workaround and have another workaround. Anyways. <laughs> Welcome to This Week in Our Collective Heads. I'm Patrick. This is Kevin. We have news. You want to hear it? Let's go. Opposites. It's it's also kind of funny, because, like, uh, like you don't see this, but we I, I have a document that I, that I update throughout the week. And we're 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 making that as we go, mm -hmm. and so like I keep bumping stuff up to the front. Yeah. And this week I wanted to bump like all the things up to the front because we have some really cool news right sure. off the bat. Yeah. Um. First off, we're going to start off with the the PlayStation games that were um that were introduced. These are going to be the ones that are going to be free in October. Mm -hmm. So we're going to start that off with uh, Resident Evil, and this yes. is the remake, the one that they they redid and updated for PS4. That's right. So that's fun. It is very fun. So we'll get to we'll get to play that and see that. And um, I I actually got in on the series on Resident Evil Two. So did I. So I've, I I don't know that I've ever actually played this one. Uh, I went back and played it. It was the Resident Evil Director's Cut, and I, I went back to to play it, and um, it was hard to play because to me Resident Evil Two uh, took a lot of the great things from Resident Evil One mm -hmm. and just made them better. So uh, when you Go into playing. It's it's like it's like playing uh, like the like one of the PSP God of War games versus the PSP yeah, God of War games. Yeah. There's so much improvement that was made going to the second one yeah. that uh, that I'm I'm excited to, to to play this because it looks it is so sorry it is so true to form of the Resident Evil games. Yeah. It just happens to be in HD, so it's really cool. Um, we also I got. I also love the the cleverness of yes. having a door open to disguise a loading screen. Yes, like that. That's that's brilliant, and and it it, it does set up the the tension because like especially when you're climbing mm -hmm. stairs, you feel like there's going to be something oh, yeah. revealed at the top. And great so. iconic reveal right here. Yeah. I love it so much. Uh, speaking of nostalgia, though, we also got a Transformers game coming out. Mm -hmm. so this is Transformers Devastation, yes. which, uh, if you guys didn't know, if you guys are youngsters, uh, this is totally uh, you know a throwback to the Transformers, the movie, and the '80s style, uh, and I and I love it. It's yeah. it's amazing. It's supposed to be really fun. Uh, and I'm See, glad we get to check I'm, it out. I'm excited mm -hmm. about this one. Uh, I remember Tim Geddes from from the kind of funny group. Mm -hmm. um, he had said, "Oh yeah, I like because Platinum Games is hit or miss." Yes. Like some of their stuff is is really good. Some of their stuff is meh. Yeah. And some of it the, the, they just they just miss on. But like um, I'm really excited about it. I want to. I'm looking forward to playing this. And I, I reached out to Tim Geddes and I was like, "Didn't you say this was good?" And he was like, "Heck yeah!" And so <laughs> yeah. That's that was awesome. that was entertaining. That is awesome. Yeah, we also got uh, uh, some PS3 games for you as per usual. Yes, we got Mad, Mad Riders. Riders, which mm, I really, I, I think I've played about eighty. But they said you'll like it in I, the trailer. They did say I'll like it. Uh, I think I've played about eighty or ninety racing games, uh, <laughs> and the majority of them were off-road esque ATV things. 
Um, I hope that it's that it's not too arcadey. I really like when it gets just slightly over the top. Sli- or sorry, too, I hope it's not too. Uh, I apologize. Sim. Too sim. Because yeah. I like when it's just a little over the top and it's just a little bit kind of like NBA jams. I know the yeah. ball is not going to light on fire, but everything else of the game was <laughs> was close to a sim. I know that when a player jumps on top in NFL blitz, the entire stack doesn't just kind of do a mini explosion. Yeah. Yeah. Come on. That's what happens. Uh, we also got uh, From Dust, which I will, I'll be honest with you, it took me about 20 minutes to find a trailer for this because Dust kept coming up. The PC well, game Dust yeah. kept coming up. Well, so you, put it, you put it in quotes. You know how to do a Boolean search? Yes, I do know how to do a Boolean search. It didn't work. I did, I did quotes. I did plus on Google. didn't work. So, huh. uh, so here you go. Uh, from Dust, which I know absolutely nothing about. Uh, it says it's an incredible sandbox. It looks pretty. Uh, yeah. This is PS3. Uh one of the later games that came out on PS3, so it's kind of pushing the boundaries of what the PS3 can do, but it shows how great that that cell processing is on PS3. Yeah. So I look forward to playing this because it looks it looks like a lot of a lot of weird abstract kind of stuff, and I like that. Actually, what it kind of reminds me of yeah. is, uh, did you ever play Black and White? That's exactly what I yeah. was going to say, Black and White. And yeah. if you if you give me something that even reminds me of Black and White. I will be happy because yeah. Black and White is, is a wonderful like I I I'd go ahead and put it up there and say that that is the best God Simulator out there. Oh yeah, definitely, so. definitely. We also got uh, some Vita games for you guys who yeah. love the Vita because we love Vita and you love Vita. Everyone loves some Vita. Right, so this this one's this one's in my camp. Mm-hmm. This is Code Colon Realize subtitled Guardian of Rebirth. Um, this is actually this is also from uh, Idea Factory, who um, it's it's the same it's the same group. That brought out um, the the game that we played last last month, which I also recommended, which also had a colon in the title, mm-hmm. Amnesia: Colon Memories. Yeah. So yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to this. It's another it's another choose your own adventure. Sorry, it's another choose your own adventure and go through and uh, and yeah, I'm 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 really excited about it. So we'll be we'll be moving forward on that and checking that out. Mm-hmm. And then the last game that we have on here. Um, is called uh, Actual Sunlight, and I I actually bought this right when it came out, right? Yeah, like the right when it came out, this was this was something that I I was really interested in mm-hmm. because I have people that are that are really important to me who who deal with depression yeah. and anxiety, and that's what this game is about. It's it's talking about his uh, the the developer is telling kind of his story, like he goes to work in an office and he's he's dealing with the the issues that come with with trying to just make a living go through life sure and and do it uh, do it in a way that that doesn't screw the people around you and yeah it's, it's it's really interesting because it, it I'm not gonna spoil anything but like this is another another one of those titles that you just need to kind of block out some time sit down and play this over over one session if possible I, I don't think it'll take you more than two hours um, but this is one, and just just like last last week when we did the the spoiler about uh, the the zombie killer, the alive with me, I am I am alive, alive. I am alive. That's yeah. the one. Um, just like with that, actual sunlight is one that I can go ahead and recommend. This is yeah. this is an, an excellent game, and it it really helped me, someone who doesn't deal with anxiety and depression, mm-hmm. empathize with people who do. Yeah, and I think that that's a 
a very important thing mm-hmm. and a very important role the games could play. Yeah, I, I agree. Especially um, we're in an age now where understanding mental health is is becoming uh, it. Mental health issues in general are becoming more of a uh, common topic and more accepted topic. Yeah. Where before it would just say, "Oh, you have something going on," you know, "Oh, you have a mental health issue," "Oh, you're crazy." And it's not that we have every mental health should be looked at just like physical health, and it helps to kind of open people's eyes when it comes to these kind of issues because this isn't something you can easily grasp. Yeah, and. Because because it's something that is entirely in the mind without without mm-hmm. external. It's it's like someone trying to describe pain. Like if you if I hear you know, if I if I see that your leg's broken, I'm like wow that yeah that looks really painful. Yeah. If you have internal injuries, it's going to be more difficult mm-hmm. for me to 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 understand what's going on in your head. Especially and this is if entirely, you don't know. Yeah. yeah. Especially if you don't know what even caused them. How right. do you describe something that? It, you know, going, it's like going into hospital, and you don't you don't remember injuring yourself, but you've got internal pain. How do you describe that? Where yeah. is it? What is it? Yeah. So. And then last thing on here, uh, it's also very similar to addiction, which is something that I've dealt with, and and that's, you know, it seems like a very simple thing. Okay, this thing is hurting you. Mm-hmm. Maybe stop doing that thing. And it's it's not that simple it when it's internal mechanics. Exactly. So actual sunlight. <laughs> highly recommended. <laughs> Highly recommended. Yeah, we get some backwards compatible games we do. Uh, for you guys. And the first one that uh, that comes up to me in my mind that you guys should, if you guys haven't played it already, uh, you may have to block out some time. Lost Odyssey was uh, it was a complete blast. Um, so this was Microsoft's try to uh, like basically attempt to gain Japanese uh, players. Yeah. Uh, the JRPG market obviously uh, has not been the thing for the Xbox 360. This was their attempt to uh, to get them and to uh, to get that audience. And well, it's, to have something for that audience who had their console. Exactly, and it's it's beautiful. It's very well done. The battle. Uh, this is at the time. Uh, if you look at reviews, people were saying, "Oh, you don't have a good Final Fantasy," so this is pretty much your answer since Final Fantasy has faulted everyone yeah. um, obviously now we hopefully or we hopefully will have something that uh, rec- that remedies all that but no 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 we're, we're still faulted so <laughs> after 13, play this instead yes yeah, so they basically said play this instead if you look at IGN Machinima everyone was saying this is this is what you should be playing if you like Final Fantasy yeah and I highly recommend this game uh, this and near if you haven't checked out in the Xbox 360 were two uh, very great games that were completely underlooked. Uh, yeah. So this, this looks like fun. Yeah, we also got uh, Call of Duty um, uh, World at War mm-hmm. uh, is coming out as well. And uh, what was the other one? It was uh, Toy Story 3. Right. And I don't know. What is Gun Rage? Uh, Gawange. Gawange. Yeah, that's um, it's it's a simulator where you where you handle the difficulty of living with a speech impediment. Oh. And so all of all of the the text that comes in mm-hmm. is one way, but whenever you have your your selections, your selections will look one way to you, but then when your character tries to express them, it mm-hmm. comes out in a completely different way. And so you're kind of dealing with with how to handle that. So it's kind of like actual sunlight, except to show what it's like to live with speech. Impediment. Right, but it's also in the genre of a brawler, oh, so you don't okay. really have to talk <laughs> that much. But okay. it does help you empathize with the character if you guys in this have, imaginary yeah. game that I just made up. Yeah, I was gonna say if you guys haven't watched us before, we we make if we don't know the actors compatible game, we make it up. So that was that was the fake game. That I was don't what, know what Gawange is definitely not. Definitely not Gawange. But 
it's a thing. Right. So. And then the the last thing that, that we were pushing to the top is um, a friend of mine from college. Uh, actually published a game this past week. It's called Burly Minute C. Yes, it is. And uh, it's been reviewed by Time, by Kotaku, by a, a, a bunch of different places. And it's it's getting really high reviews. So. Uh, and I last minute played this like just before just before we went uh, on to air. So I've got a little video. Yeah. Uh, let me get this. Um, going. It's 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 five dollars on it's like on it's ios that. no that's definitely not that it. Is not it huh? um it's five dollars on ios it's on android it's on steam so you can you can you have one of those i betcha so um i i just wanted to to put out there that this is something that's that's out there that's it's fun uh he sent me a code and so i was able to to get in on that and uh it's i i, I don't want to give away too much because a lot of it is about is about experiencing it, but it's you'll you'll have your your characters and your your three burly men at mm-hmm. sea, and you're you're going off in adventures. Yeah, and the the direction for this is very point and click. But instead of moving your character, you're moving the camera, and the burly men follow the camera. Um, and then they get there and they do a thing. One thing I really liked about this game is right when you start the game, it didn't tell you how to play the game. Yeah. Um, you just see your your icon of your cursor, and then I was like, "What do I do?" I, I hit a hit escape, and it was like, "All right, here's your pause menu." I'm like, "Oh, the game already started." So, right. <laughs> and you kind of it, it, it didn't tell me how to play the game. It, it was very intuitive uh, to learn how to play this game. So I was really, it, it's really refreshing when I see something like this. Um, not only that, I really like the animation style. Um, the names of the old men are really are the men are really funny, and the, them drinking espresso here was pretty great. Yeah. Um, but I, I really have enjoyed this. I only got to play about uh, 20, 25 minutes of it so far, but it's been really enjoyable. You were saying something about uh, procedurally generated in regards yeah, to the puzzles. Yeah, the, the adventure is going to be a little bit different every time you play. Um, and and kind of what you're what you're trying to do is you're you're going out and you're having these five, ten-minute adventures, mm-hmm. and then uh, you're collecting books, like tomes of those adventures. And so uh, as long as there's more books, I, this this is an assumption on my part, but uh, as long as there are more books, there's more things to find, and yeah. yeah. So this is this is a story that can happen to you. Yeah. So I'm I'm looking forward to playing more of it, and and I encourage you to go out there and, and support Brain and Brain. Yeah. It's a, it's a husband and wife team that, that just put this out, and they're really excited about this game. And great indie. I'm game. excited to share it with yeah, you. Yeah, great indie game. I absolutely love it. Uh, also the music. Music's really 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 good. enjoyed the music. Yeah. So check that out. So, uh, next thing we have is Shovel Knight coming to ukulele, which I think is, like, Shovel Knight and Yacht Club Games became one of those indie darlings who just disseminates and, like, becomes a part of, like, so many more things. Yeah. And I'm, I'm really excited when that happens. Um, so, ukulele is the, is the Banjo-Kazooie that's definitely not technically and <laughs> legally Banjo-Kazooie But, again. come on. Yeah, it is, it is. <laughs> so, um... I apologize. Uh, technical difficulties. Yeah. So this is this is the uh, kind of big roster showing all the different different people, Blasto and such, um, which I thought was cool. Show show the zaniness, and uh, it was kind of a cool surprise to me to see um, you know to see Shovel Knight among these. Yeah. Which I'm trying so, to fast forward to that. There it is. There he is. Shovel Knight in a 3D. Come on, play it. Yeah, it's it's not a playable character, but it's it's an it's an NPC with yes. whom you can interact. Yes. And so, I think that's fun because 
Shovel Knight is, is awesome, mm-hmm. and, and I love the, the goodwill and the, the extension that if you're really into the indie scene, mm-hmm. you'll, you'll find stuff like this, and you're like, hey, this is, I, is from I that, that other guy. game. I yeah. know that guy. That's so, cool. <laughs> so that's, that's fun. Very happy about um, that. So briefly last week, mm-hmm. and if you follow us on Twitter, I tweeted about this, um, N64 emulation was briefly available for purchase. For purchase for $10. On, on the Xbox store. Yeah. And... All right. Yeah, I could not bring myself to uh, to do this because I figured they're probably going to take it down, and then I won't have it. I also have ways. You to actually emulate. would would be able to keep if it. you if you paid for it because of That's the way true, that their contracts because, yeah, work. I have to get to keep it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I already have a RetroPie. I already have my desktop set up to to play in sixty four games, so it's not really appealing yeah. to me. It's really cool that our really sneaky that this ended up on there i don't know if you saw basically xbox was fighting an nes emulator right and basically and so this one flew under the radar yeah i yep. love it love it so that's that's the thing so people people are playing super mario 64 on their xbox on one which is why you should follow us at twiatch on twitter right because it's, it's gone now it was <laughs> it, it, it was up for about two and a half days and yeah. then it's it's kind of funny because the the way that news about these things spread and then caused the takedown of the thing they were talking about rendering the news and news is weird on the internet it really is but it's, it's a, but it, I, I i enjoy it that's why you got to so you got to follow us on on uh, twitter at twiatch because you'll miss these kind of things we can only do this show so often uh, so as much as we'd like to do it every day yeah I, i'm i'm not i'm not broadcasting from my phone on that <laughs> oh come on nope i can get that set up I don't care. I'm not doing that. <laughs> I'm not doing it. Um, all right. So uh, we, for for a while, there's been Destiny 2's coming. We don't know what it'll be called. It's it's kind of like the the NX thing. Mm-hmm. Like we know. we know we know this is coming. They've talked about the sequel, but we don't know how it's going to look when it comes. Yeah. And so this week we we had crazy rumors and and things that are a lot more plausible for me. Um, like if you're <laughs> If you're following news on the internet, Kotaku is is the one that kind of verifies rumors for me. Yeah. Like, by the time they say it, I'm like, all right, got it. We're good. Um, so, yeah, Kotaku has said, yes, this is this is stuff that that has, has been rumored for a while. And so Destiny 2 is going to be a completely separate thing from Destiny 1. I don't know. Like, they'll, they'll have some kind of, oh, well, you played Destiny 1, sure. you get... A thing, of but it's they will. but it it will be a fresh start and a new game, and then the other surprise is, which is not terribly surprising, yeah. but is that it's coming to PC. I'm it's not like, surprised how this at all. I, I I still don't understand <laughs> how you had a first person shooter that got as big as Destiny did. Yeah without having a PC market because that is yeah. the market for the first person shooters. I think what they were really worried about was that on on PC with a mouse and keyboard um, and and I don't say this a lot but PC completely has it in this case. Oh, absolutely. It's a much it, it lends itself so much better to to PVP uh, well, it's, it's, it's a more precise method of input. It really is. So yeah. just categorically it's it's going to be better and yeah. the the players who play there mm-hmm. I can do first-person shooters on a computer. Yeah. Um, pr- prediction, because that's what we do here. We do. Uh, so Destiny 2 mm-hmm. come out on PC. Mm-hmm. It will also come out on consoles. Mm-hmm. It will be cross-play. You play with everybody. Mm-hmm. 
and there will be a special Destiny uh, Bluetooth mouse and keyboard for PS4 owners, not okay. Xbox. Xbox? I thought they already <laughs> had one. I thought there were already because they a... because they already have one. Okay. It, it'll seem it'll seem weird. And don't if, don't and... make me look like I'm almost stupid <laughs> it, on no, camera. It, it will it will seem weird at sound. first, and then you'll realize oh they already have an outlet to do that because Xbox already. Right, supports but, all but, this. But PlayStation will be like, we have a thing. Look, we got a keyboard and mouse and you can do this. And um, and that's that's my prediction for it. This will level the playing field for people who care that much about it. Because Destiny is, you know, it's PvE. And honestly, when it comes to PvE, uh, it's, it's slightly marginal when it comes to uh, being better on PC and yeah. on, on a console. Because it's, it's, it's an incremental advantage. Yeah. But it, it's, it's fine to play with them. And yeah. so, so you think that Crucibles will be separate? Or do you think it'll be... Uh, one of the things that, that was theorized at one point when we were talking about, oh, everything can come up when Rocket League was going to be cross-play and such. One of the things that was theorized was that um, you would be able to pick, do you want to play with PC players or not? Ooh. And PC players... Sure, they can play with anybody, but you can you can kind of lock yourself away from PC players on a console. I don't think that they will do this because I think that they want to, and, and the kind of the way Destiny works, they want to encourage people to be playing with everybody. They want, and also because of the the outer world, whatever. When you when you go into specific areas and you're playing, I want to see more people there. And okay. if and if it and if I limit that, it's going to make. And th this isn't from a gaming standpoint. This is completely from a developer standpoint. I'm going to want you, it I'm, to look. I'm, I'm going to let you finish. They're going to want it to look thriving, so they're not going to uh, allow that. Okay, you say that they the Destiny wants everybody to play with everybody. I Xbox want, still doesn't have the entire game. I'm saying Destiny wants it to make it look like, look. All these people are okay. playing. I'm not saying right. that they want everyone to play the game, play uh, all together. I'm saying that from appearance-wise, from a developer standpoint, they want to make it look thriving. Well, then you just limit the number of servers. I mean, you can you can make it look thriving. That's not a problem. You can't do that. So anyway, various various predictions <laughs> and, and and Destiny Two rumors abound. Yeah. Um, continuing in the Destiny thread, <laughs> they have tremendous respect for their community. Because uh, there there is a there is a gun in Destiny and, and Epic like I don't I don't know the terms it's it's like a super mega crazy gun that's called like out outbreak I don't know. I didn't I didn't see I didn't see the name um, I'm I'm gonna look it up now while oh, you're about outbreak it. prime I think, outbreak prime is at the top it's it's a 390 light weapon and uh, and he's gonna pull it up for you real quick but. Uh, <laughs> Okay, so did you did you see the what you have to do to establish this? No. Like you have to have people like jump on columns in a counterclockwise manner, shoot certain monitors really? and and okay, there's also a point where the monitors will show hexadecimal codes. Mm -hmm. You need to convert those to binary and then input that via pistol shots. No. No, that's awesome. That is crazy. And okay, okay. I don't like it. Uh, yeah, I'm a but geek okay. and I don't like it. <laughs> okay, but 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 high level destiny is for the kind of people because like just to level up in destiny, 
takes a three screen wide spreadsheet of where you're supposed to be, what you're supposed to be fighting, which Ingrams you're supposed to. Yeah. Like, you don't just level up. You have to Play the select and, and yeah. do things in a very particular order. Yeah. That's how you play Destiny. And you so if you're the same levels over and over and over again. Right. So if you're going for the best weapon, you give those people a a bat crazy and a, a bat guano crazy sure. puzzle and be like, go for it. Yeah, I guess I can see. See that. what you got. I can see that. I would not No. I wouldn't even attempt it. And, and I, I wouldn't either, but we play more than one game. We do. Uh, this reminds me of there are, there are a lot of games. Maybe this will be another topic of the week. Okay. Uh, so, hidden um, hidden unlocks or hidden weapons, hidden things within the game that either either they've told you, hey, it's in there, go find it, or mm-hmm. they never told you that it's in there. Yeah. One thing that that um, I thought of because when I was looking at this, I thought of, oh, well, this is this is not as good as the Star Wars: The Old Republic. Holocrons, right? Which the holocrons were out there in the world. Mm-hmm. They didn't tell you where they were, and then when you found them, it was essentially like a jumping puzzle. Where and this is an MMO, so it's not very great at that. It doesn't lend itself very good to that. Yeah. But it's a jumping puzzle to get up to an area to get the holocron, and if you got the holocron, and you get every single one of them, it unlocks the thing. And that, I'm like, okay, cool, because when you do that, I think it like does some permanent stat boosts and stuff. I'm like, yeah. that's cool. Yeah. And it was like, hey, this is approachable, and eventually yeah, you can find it on uh, online, find out how to get to every one of them. Um, and yeah, I did that on in the game. But it wasn't to the point where it, it was it was fun. It was, a, it was, you know, like a scavenger map. It was yeah. really cool. Yeah. Um, this doesn't seem fun to me. It seems yeah, like they were just like, let's make it hard. It's not for us, but it has been really fun to watch the Reddit thread explode and explore and, and groups groups of people on the internet yeah. doing something productive together. Yeah. Um, two things two things that I forgot up at the top of the show. Uh, first off, for those of you who listen to the audio on our show, I apologize. Um, last last week we had we had some issues at the beginning. Um, and we, we ended up re-recording a lot of that yeah. and, and preventing that from, from going live. But um, the section where we talked about, about Severed and Donkey Kong Country Returns coming to Wii U is, is super echoey and super awful. And I apologize for that. Yeah. Um, we, I, we, we try to avoid those. Sometimes they slip through. Sometimes they do, and I apologize about that. We, we, yeah, that's my fault. Because we re-recorded it, and I didn't, I didn't catch it in the editing process. Because um, I had to, I basically was rushing to edit it to get it out for the podcast and everything. Right. So I apologize about that. And then the the second thing is, uh, every week we have a topic of the show at the at the end of the show. Yes. And we forgot to introduce. Yeah, that. let's introduce that. So uh, gaming accomplishments, things things that that we're exceptionally proud of. Because like people people who just play a game is one thing, and then you you have people who. Destiny players who, who like go for this super meta, really really difficult game, and sure. then you've got um, you've got roguelikes, and then uh, Son of Kong, the the documentary where they're like, I will have the best possible <laughs> score, and you know all these all these crazy things that people do to to set up accomplishments mm-hmm. or you know challenges we set for ourselves. Yeah. Um, and so we would like to know what are your 
most impressive or the or the things that you've done in gaming that you are proudest of. So tweet those to us or uh, mention them in the comments. We'll talk about that at the end of the show. Yes. Um, so I apologize for not announcing that in the beginning. Also, again, following us at Tweet, you should have found that uh, <laughs> earlier on. You could tweet it to us at any time, giving you 24 hours or so to do so. Right. And then uh, speaking of accomplishments, I'm going to throw you under the bus again while you scramble to find Uh-oh. Super Mario Brothers 1 footage. If, if you Do you have that? Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> Don't, don't even worry about it. It's, it's a short story. We'll, we'll, we'll skip it. Okay. So the the world record on Super Mario Brothers 1 has been beaten by a single frame. Yes. The So the person who now holds the world record for Super Mario Brothers 1 beat the previous record by a, a by an amount of 0.017 seconds. Because Super Mario Brothers runs at 60 frames per second. So one... 60th of a second is how much faster the world record is than the previous world record. And he did it on a Nintendo with a Nintendo controller unaided and it's 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 absolutely amazing to watch. And I, f- I found it. You can find it on Kotaku. I don't have a way to... Hold on. Do I have a way? It'll take me too long. Um, yeah, it's... But it's .17 seconds anyways. So no, you point, point zero one seven seconds. seconds. Apologies. It's... Yeah. it's, it's Mind blowing, and yeah. I, I love I love the speedrunning community for the the links that they'll go, and it's fun to watch because like uh, there's there's a part at like at one of the one of the goalposts where he glitches through it, mm-hmm. and then there's another one where he like activates the flag without actually stepping on it, so it skips the animation where Mario runs to the castle, yeah. and another in in the final castle uh, where there where there's the hidden block next to the next to the pipe. He does a weird thing. He he like jumps next to the pipe and then just jumps and proceeds. And then at the very very end, um, he he actually glitches through a hammer. See, I don't <laughs> like I, I'm trying to find the video of him beating it in 0.17 seconds. I've found the speed run of like five and some change, but I, I can't find I yeah I can't find the footage of him beating it apparently. Yeah, it's it's, it's it on the yeah it is. It's at the very bottom of the very bottom of the of the thing. This one. Yeah, you can watch his speedrun in its entirety below. I thought you said it was 0.17 seconds. He beat the previous record by 0.017 oh, seconds. Okay, I was like, how do you the... do that? No. Okay. So it's 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 fun it's... to watch and it, it'll just take you five minutes. Yeah. So not only that, um, there is a also like a side by side that that Kotaku did where it's showing how he beat it. Um, yes, it's yeah, it's really cool stuff. It's, it's, it's fun stuff to watch. Yeah. All right, so, um... <laughs> so... Speaking of things that are fun to watch, this has been a complete disaster online, and uh, the silence on this has been kind of fun, too. Definitely. Um, so No Man's Sky launched, uh, if you guys didn't know. Um, no Man's Sky launched, and let's just say it didn't have most of the features that, in interviews... They said that it was going to have. Um, Now, this was not something that they said specifically in trailers was there, but when asked by people like Stephen Colbert and other people uh, in interviews, they were told things like, yeah, it's a multiplayer game. Of course it is. Um, Yes, you're able to do this, 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 and it is not that at all. Um, It is a fun game, but for what it is, for what they said it was going to be, it was not. I think that's the biggest problem with this. Um, 
and uh, the UK and I think it's Europe as, as well uh, I think maybe just UK uh, basically they have a board that says hey you have uh, you know false advertisements uh, so basically advertising standards uh, has investigating no man's sky to say hey were they at fault were they misrepresenting was this false advertisement okay. I think this falls into slight gray area because their actual advertisements their actual paid advertisements did not say that I saw but Did what's what's being investigated right now is um, they they have actual pictures of things on the Steam account uh, that make it look like things are happening that don't actually happen yeah. in the game, and so that's that's the official the official bit on that. Um, so yeah, they're they're being investigated, and yeah, that we'll, makes we'll sense. see what happens there. They've been radio silent uh, since since the game launched. Yeah. Since shortly after the game launched, they've been radio silent except to say, "Hey, we came out of the patch," and the right. patch did fix things. Now, now let me get this. Let me uh, be very clear. No Man's Sky. Everyone that I know who has played No Man's Sky has really enjoyed it, mm-hmm. but it is not the game that some people expected it to be. It's That's not, the biggest problem. It's, it's, it's not the king that was promised. It, it really wasn't. Um, this game and uh, uh, what is it? Uh, Dual Universe, by the way. I, mm-hmm. I mentioned it before. It's uh, still apparently, you know, Kickstarter. Hopefully, it's coming out in 2018. Is what they're shooting for. Yeah. Dual Universe is what No Man's Sky, what we thought No Man's Sky was going to be. What we thought it was going to be was a multiplayer game where you could, uh, you know, basically colonize these different areas and you could, you know, hang out with your friends. And it was an entire universe to explore of trillions of planets. And it turns out it was a trillions of planets for you to explore and you could find planets that other people have explored as well but you couldn't see them yeah yeah so that that drama continues and and we'll we'll keep you up to date as as events want as we do um in in more entertaining news and stuff that's <laughs> that's happy and and strange um nidhogg 2 is coming out um they they've redone the the art style and I love it yeah it's We've gone up from the, uh, and I, I meant to grab the uh, original um, as well. The teaser was yeah. that quick, by the way. Um, the, the, the original actually was, truly 8-bit. Yeah, which true. Very, very few games come out. A lot of them are like, oh, we're 8-bit. No, no this was you're truly not. 8-bit. Basically, um, Atari level 8-bit graphics. Yeah. We're not talking Super Nintendo. We're, talking, we're not talking Nintendo graphics. We're talking Atari, Atari. level of, of fencing. And, and, and throwing, throwing swords stuff and, and running. Oh it's, oh, it's magnificent. Simple, beautiful, elegant in in what it was doing, and yeah. this looks like it's it's staying true to form and just mm-hmm. bumping up the uh, the graphics a little bit, bumping up. Yeah. The, it's it's going through the generations of gameplay. I I I understand that that he wants to that he wants to to they I don't I don't know who who it is that made sure. Nidhogg, but the people the people that yeah. that made Nidhogg want to do another thing for me this is kind of it's it's lightning in a bottle they created a thing that's really special graphics and morphic no the 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 beauty of nidhogg is in its simplicity yeah because you have you have all of three buttons and directions <laughs> yes that's that's all you need stab throw jump right uh, okay, four buttons because you can, you can dodge, roll, you can roll too. You can roll. Sorry. Okay, four so buttons. so four buttons, <laughs> but yeah, like like the the games could last a minute. Mm-hmm. I've seen games that lasted about fifteen minutes <laughs> because you can you can get in this stalemate and you can almost win and then it comes back over to the yeah. other side. 
Nidhogg 1. Highly recommended that game. Is so much fun, especially if you if you put two people down who have never played the game before. That I I guarantee you that both of them will laugh. Complete. That, that is yeah. that is the the Twiach guarantee. Yes. That if you put two new people in front of this game, they will they will be entertained. I love watching people who've not played this game who are seasoned gamers, if you will. Yeah. Watching them try to figure it out <laughs> as they like squeal and yeah. run. It's it's great. Uh, another thing that's great is uh, is um, let's call let's the, how do I say this? I'm gonna censor myself. Another thing that's 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 great is uh, beach volleyball. We'll call it that. Beach volleyball. Yeah. So <laughs> uh, Dead or Alive three and everybody. Uh, so being tired of uh, being essentially criticized for for all of their. Um, Beach volleyball and and bouncy physics. Yeah, so they said, you know what? That's fine. Uh, we are going to give you DLC that allows you to rip off the clothes. Yeah, and and like there 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 are wide swaths of the internet who are furious at Dead or Alive Extreme Three because it's oh it's this thing and it's like okay, so that's it's it's okay for this to exist yeah. you don't like it don't play it yeah um, don't don't play it don't buy yeah. it but and and that's that's one of the things that that I I really enjoy and they they are they are taking on the controversy and being just just big old middle fingers to everybody oh, yeah. who doesn't oh, like yeah. it and, and right embracing there. the fans yeah yeah it's they it's, they know what they're doing we know what they're doing and the people that are complaining sorry you can play something else that's the freedom yeah, you games. don't you don't have to support it. I, I'm not I'm not gonna buy it, but I no, think it's hilarious. I've not purchased a single one of these. Yeah. Uh, but the fact that that they're there and that people that enjoy them, I know people that that actually do like the games, and yeah. they're free to do so. And I'm not gonna ridicule them for for liking that game because uh, I have played uh, I've played a little bit, and actually the beach volleyball the gameplay was actually right. pretty yeah, fun. And that's, that's the other thing is that they the they actually made actually a good, good. game there. Yeah. So it just happens to have jiggle physics. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so that was that was an entertaining thing, and I, I like it when when creators kind of snub their nose at, at controversy and just kind of take it in good fun. Like like in uh, when Obama did his AMA and they asked him what he thought of it, not bad, not bad. Like he, he replies with his own meme. Yeah. Some, someday I want to do that. With reply with your own meme. Reply with my own meme. Oh yeah. So yeah. So uh, this is the part of the show where I turn it over to Patrick because there has been a Hearthstone update. Where the game got less random, yeah. or something. So there's there's a handful of cards that uh, that specifically will give you uh, give you random uh, generation. So you play a uh, a card, okay. and it ge- and it's like oh, and it'll give you a random. Like for instance, uh, there's a shaman card uh, for three mana. Uh, you play the card, and it will spawn a random totem. Okay. So because it's random, you could get a 1-1 one, one that does nothing. Right. You could, you get, could get something it. really cool. And they basically said, okay, no, we're going to make it so you get a basic totem instead of a random totem because there were too many good totems that were making it hard. Well, they, they, they also have... I, I know they do have some cards that they're like, you'll summon a level 1 or level 2, or like sometimes they're restricted like that. Yeah. Um, and so this kind of puts those cards into that same category. Yeah, yeah. Okay. It, bas- it basically levels it out. Now this card, I'd say, eight out of ten times, this card would just give you something Sorry. that was about equal to, you know, like okay, it, it, 
the value wasn't uh, wasn't extraordinary, right. and it was it was balanced. But every once in a while, I broke the game. Every once in a while, it gave you a re- real good advantage, which is one wa- reason why I played this card in my shaman deck. Well, yeah. Um, now, I don't think it's too bad of a nerf. There's a, there's a handful of people who are who are really irritated about it. Um, basically, they're just trying to they're trying to say, hey, randomness is cool. Let's make it not quite as as ridiculous and over the top in how it, how random it is. Um, it's still if you're if you're playing the shaman evolve deck the right way, this is still okay because they have a uh, deck that lets you basically evolve all of your creatures mm-hmm. to be one more than what they were. It's one mana and it evolves everything. So yeah. what I do with it is I just put a bunch of stuff out there and evolve it. Yeah, and you get some stuff that is relatively high level. That even your low level stuff come, you know, right. a two or three becomes some becomes a four, three or four. I can see that. Fantastic, and it heals when you do that because they become Ooh, new. Yeah. So if they're damaged, I damage everything, heal. It's fantastic. Huh. Um, so there's there's still avenues out there. It's not game breaking or anything. The game's still fun. Uh, this is this to me is a healthy nerf. It's not too bad. Huh. Yeah. So uh, going back. Uh, Actually, we should have done this right after Dead or Alive because th- this Bullet Storm yeah. is a game that was released last gen and and very much plays into the I go have fun. We 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 made a good game, but there the the entertainment of Bullet Storm is in its lunacy. It it really is, and uh, this is one reason I'm I, I've been saying for years this is the this is Borderlands. On steroids and LSD and I don't know maybe cocaine not LSD. So yeah, LSD is not going to do this. This is total. This is Borderlands on cocaine. You are stranded mercenaries, basically space pirates, and you uh, basically go out and kill things. That's all you need to know about this game. It is what Duke Nukem should have been. It is over the top. It is ridiculous. You get points. Based on how for special you, kills. Yes. Yeah. So if you have a, uh, a specific uh, this like like basically uh, super powered whip thing, you can whip people uh, with it, pulling them close to you, and then you can kick them into spikes. All kinds of over the top stuff in this. I absolutely loved this game, and I love that. <laughs> speaking of uh, Borderlands and and everything, Gearbox is going to be doing the remake of yeah, this. Yeah. So this this is a beautiful pairing. Yes. It's it's totally worth it. Uh, I think these guys uh, will will have a blast with it, and uh, I'm really looking forward to playing this game again because it is everything that I wanted from from Duke Nukem that I didn't get. So yeah, yeah, that's, so that's I'm, basically. I'm, what I, was I, I, I didn't play it, uh-huh. but I'm looking forward to it, and I'll probably oh, yeah. pick this up. Oh yeah, so totally totally worth your time. Uh, speaking speaking of continuing uh, in gearbox, this of, is this is one segue that I did do. Totally totally uh, works with this. Uh, we were talking about Battleborn a lot. We've been talking about Battleborn a lot because it had very unfortunate launch timing. Um, that uh, Overwatch and Battleborn came out right about the same time, and they are similar enough that a lot of people basically chose one or the other. Um, so there was a uh, a leak. That basically said, "Hey, uh, Battleborn is going to go free to play," and there was a then basically Randy Pitchford tweeted saying, "No, we have no plans for that to happen," uh, but then clarified by saying, "We have some unannounced plans to do a trial version of the game that would be a free, and from which retail can be purchased along with DLC." What this is is exactly what World of Warcraft does right now. 
Um, also, that's free. Like free to play isn't, free to isn't play. defined as like premium currency and stuff like that. Which Battleborn freaking has? Battleborn has it. Uh, free, Even if you bought the sixty, bleh. I think the confusion was it's not going freemium. It is not okay. going free to play with microtransactions. That that. What what's happening is because it was already that. Yeah. Except you paid Except you sixty dollars. So it's basically going to go premium. Paymium? Is it a pay, is is that's it the first Paymium game? Paymium, that's tra- trademarked Twitch. So Paymium, uh, so basically it's going to go free to play to an extent. It's going to go a version Unless, of free to play yes. that they're going to let you sample the game, find out if you like it. If you like it, step up into the yeah. next thing. So yeah. like Killer Instinct is done and many others. Yeah. To basically say if you like what you see, give us some cash, we'll give you even more. Yeah. And that's cool. And this this could be something that like the 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 publishers were like, yeah, we don't we don't want to release a, a game like this because Battleborn does feel very much like a a a game that you you get in, you check out, you sample, and if you like, you go yeah. to the next level of, of purchasing. And it so does. it's it's kind of a it's kind of a botched launch, and it, it suffers from a lot of the same things that Evolve did yeah. back in the day, yeah. which Evolve eventually went to this model. And so I think that the the Battleborn relaunch is going to be like Evolve, which the <laughs> the numbers on the Evolve engagement are astonishing. They're they're when they when they went free to play, their their uh, active players went up by a scale of three thousand. That is insane. 3,000%. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, for you guys who are bad at math, that's 30 times the amount of players all flooding in. Um, and No, 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 not... not no, no 3,000%. Right? N- no, like like 3,000 3, more, like... I guess it would be 30,000. 30,000, okay. Right. So 300, 300 times. Yeah. Okay, I thought... That's, that's okay. how much their, their service expand. Not 30, 300 Three, okay. times 300 as many times. people. Okay, yeah, that's ridiculous. Yeah. I thought it was 30. So, and, and we hope that Battleborn has the same success because yeah. there's there's a lot of mechanics that are that are really fun in there, but the, the game itself was hampered at exactly. more people More people... A lot of people passed on it because they either chose or they were busy, whatever it was. Um, <laughs> Overwatch. Overwatch, yeah. So... And the the leak, uh, basically the people who leaked it basically said that, and we don't know if this is true. This is rumor that Gearbox initially wanted it to be a free uh, free to play game. Yeah. And the publishers, like you said, didn't want it. So yeah. uh, I'm 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 glad that this is going to happen because more people are going to play the game and mm-hmm. be able to experience this. Yeah. yeah. Another th- one thing that I'm not glad about is apparently there's Final Fantasy Seven. Sorry, Final Fantasy trading card game coming yeah. out this, this this looks dangerous for my wallet um especially because like they they started off they have a final fantasy 7 and they're expanding that into to various other regions but they start off with a final fantasy 7 it's an, it's an easy pass for me yeah um so i got lightning here and okay my biggest problem with this is they're trying to get in on the trading game card model they're trying to get in on that business okay that business has been dominated by one property mm-hmm. for 25 years yeah um sorry 23 but the only ones who are tr- who have been able to compete are pokemon mm-hmm. with a built-in fan base right and uh there have been others who have been tr- have tried to get in there even star wars couldn't do this star wars could not break in they were they were a thing for about a year 
Okay. And then it was gone. Wow. Now they have a uh, trading card game that you essentially buy a box that is all the cards in it, and then you have some boost stuff that you right. get. Even that has been floundering. I don't think Final Fantasy is... I don't think Final Fantasy will lend itself to this, and I don't think that this will be a thing. See, I, I see it differently. I, I don't think I'm going to get to play against anybody. There might I don't think it'll be popular. It, yeah. Well, I mean, like uh, like Yu-Gi-Oh has existed as a as a property mm-hmm. for, for many, many years. Yeah. And so it depends on how you define success. There, there will be a hardcore group that gets in on this. Um, frankly... I just want the art. The art is real. These cards are gorgeous. Yeah. And I'm I'm so what I'm probably going to do is pick up one of those box sets and then look at it. Because they're pretty. I don't even want to play anybody. Those boxes, I mean, if they're following like Magic the Gathering and others, that's gonna be $120 to $140 for that for a box of randoms. The no, I'm not I'm I'm talking about the set where you get one of each card. Oh, they're selling that? I didn't see yeah. that. They were all, I, all I saw was the randos. Yeah, like the, the the box that you put over my face. Yeah, that's that one. one. That's no. That's... These these are booster packs. Okay. Well, the, okay. There there is a pack where you get one of it, one of each card. I didn't see that. That's all. What I, I want. All I saw was booster packs. If you get that, it's probably gonna be two hundred fifty dollars. Okay. So I will not be buying that. <laughs> um, but Magic the Gathering is try. Uh, or the, the reason the only reason that I say that is that's about the price level for Magic the Gathering. If you go to a, to a retailer and buy one of each, you can get that, and that's how much it is. Okay. Um, if they put it at if they put it at a hundred dollars, then that would be more approachable. But okay. I think it would hurt the randomness. But that's probably as low as it'll go. Okay. I want Final Fantasy Art to be more affordable. Hundred dollars. Yeah. Well, you can just download the images like I just did and look at it like this. Look how pretty that is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. Um So uh So without a segue in no any way, shape, or form. Yes. Um Black Ops 3, Treyarch has released the the mod has essentially released mod tools to the PC community. Yeah. This game is mostly played on consoles, but there is a PC uh, audience there. And so those people can now mod and create levels and, and do whatever to their heart's content. I'm hoping that this will be something like the, the Halo 5 Forge, mm-hmm. where they eventually allow uh, created maps mm-hmm. to be brought over and be played on uh, on console. I would really like, like that. that. That would that would be a lot of fun. Yeah. I would enjoy that. Um, which means, with all the assets that are available, that means that somebody... In, in the next however many months uh-huh. is going to create a new zombies mode. Oh, of course. And that's exciting. Yeah. Because zombies is, is zombies is a lot of fun. Yeah. And if it's done right, it, if it's done right, you could have a fan do it. The problem is you're gonna have tons of people who are gonna make zombie maps. That's what that's what always. There, there will this. be tons of people who make zombie maps, but uh, because of the nature of online communities, yeah. the cream will rise. Yes. And so um, the the most the, the ones that end up being the most popular ones are going to be the ones that stand out. Yes, which is and one thing that I liked about Super the Super Mario Maker is that it allowed you to rate it. Yep. So the cream rose, and you could really quickly pick it. That's what I hope that this has. Yeah. Anytime I see something like this, if you have a built-in way to essentially uh, to for that to happen and for it to be accessible, that's what we want. Yeah, yeah. So we'll we'll see what happens there. I. To my knowledge, this has not been done um, before, and so I'm I'm really excited to see what that looks not like. Not since Unreal, yeah. Not Unreal Tournament, but the Unreal games that right. no one remembers. They came they came with it with an entire uh, same with Quake. 
Yeah. It's like, here's all the construction tools that we use to make the game. Go have fun. Go have fun, yeah. Yeah. Um, so speaking of things to go have fun, uh, we totally called this uh, earlier this we week. Uh, so, uh, Super Mega Baseball Stars. Uh, yeah, the second one's coming out. So this game is free uh, for Xbox uh, for the month of October, mm-hmm. and the sequel is coming out. So this is a fantastic tie-in. Uh, to get people to, to play the first one, and if they like it, hopefully buy the second one. Yeah. This is exactly what Games of Gold and PlayStation Plus should be doing. Mm-hmm. Give me the previous one, Let because I may have not played it. Right. Let me play it. Let me see if it's something that I like. And if it is, tell me, hey, there's also a new prettier version coming out. You want to play that? Yeah. Because that new prettier version looked like yeah. a lot of fun. <laughs> Which... And, and then they give us Mirror's Edge, like, three months after the second one failed. Bad time. No, Bad no, that's, that's not it. That should have been back. This is how you do it. You announce it, and yeah. then... Exactly. Yeah. Speaking so of, that's speaking of bad creative. timing, though. Speaking of bad timing. All right. There's a little game called Paladins um, that that is, <laughs> that's going to be coming out. Yep. Uh, what you are watching here is Paladins. It is not Overwatch. So, there's a lot of controversy behind this game. I know this isn't technically the news that we're actually supposed to be talking about, but there's a lot of controversy in this game, specifically that uh, Paladins allegedly ripped off Overwatch and they battled back saying no Overwatch battle uh, actually ripped off Paladins. Uh, the news is this is actually coming to console. Um, right. If you look at the actual history of this game, the beta for this, the, the beta came out before anything from Overwatch was shown. Yeah. So essentially what they show, what they were showing everyone and what you could play in the beta was what is eventually in Overwatch. Now, there is a lot of overlap, just like we were talking about with Battleborn. There's more overlap with this game, and people were saying, oh, well, look, there's there's a blue uh, shield, blue square-shaped shield that a big tank holds. Okay, yeah, there's a lot of similarities, um, some of which I think were were legitimately... There were were already concepts. Your big... Your big armored guy is going to be your tank. Yeah. Sorry. You're going to have these different quirks in there. You're going to have someone shooting arrows. Okay, that's not... It's innovative. Well, it's kind of like when, when Deep Impact and Armageddon come out at the same time. Like, these these are very similar movies. The way... And this, this is it... Okay. If you ever want to get lost on the internet mm-hmm. for an entire afternoon, research... Um, I, think, I think the concept is called uh, similarity... Of development processes mm-hmm. and so when you look at that it's because of all these different things that are that are brought into the environment and people have similar ideas mm-hmm. um, like the okay the Harry Potter franchise mm-hmm. is not the first one to have a special little boy who finds a magic world and goes off and do it it's it, it's just the one that worked yeah. and and um, uh, also Darren Brown I, I keep meaning to share this video with you um, there's there's a video on Vsauce of Darren Brown influencing creators on their way to draw something mm-hmm. for him. Yeah, he's and my favorite. He's my favorite magician ever. It's it's yeah. so amazing because what they what they do is they'll they'll put them in a car, bring them to an office, say, hey, we want you to create a logo for for this product that we have. What do you think? And these creative minds. They're like, okay, I've got this, and they start drawing, and they come up with a with a slogan and a logo and a and a a, a poster type mm-hmm. thing. And then Darren Brown's like, hey, is this what you drew? It, it, and he, ba- he basically says it's similar. It's similar to this one that I had mocked up, 
and it's it's almost the exact same thing. Yeah. Um, Darren's and, my favorite magician of all time. Uh, he because he he's a magician, but he loves psychology. He and did, he, yeah. he understands and uses psychology and the way people's minds work. And so if you if you have any doubt that this is that this is something that just happened, yeah. if you can't believe that, just, watch Darren Brown stuff and yeah. just be aware that people everybody's on the internet we're seeing a lot of the same things and creative people will have a spark and they'll be like this thing yeah this is what i want to do and and what makes it important what makes it great about the creative creative process is you can have two properties that seem very similar and then are taken different in a different approach yeah this one is a similar approach to to overwatch but you have other games or sorry movies like uh, paul blart Mm-hmm. And then you had uh, Observe and Report. Yeah. And those movies are both about mall cops. They are completely different. And people were saying, oh, this one ripped off the other. They were two completely independently developed scripts. Yeah. That just happened to both be to, in To seize on this one thing mm-hmm. and then develop it in, in different directions. Yeah. And that's that's really fun to watch. And that's, that's part of the reason that we do this show is because it's really fun to watch the creative process as it happens. Yeah. So. Uh, so it's it's a blast. So uh, basically, what we're saying is, Paladins is coming out in console. Personally, uh, I I want to play this game to see how similar it is to Overwatch. Mm-hmm. And it's an indie indie team. I want to I want to try it out. Uh, I'm hoping there's a way that I can rent it or something before. I, th- I, I think uh, Paladins is actually free to play. If it, oh, fantastic! So that's exactly yeah. what I want. Then uh, I will I will there play some Paladins and see if I like it. Um, this is coming to console, which Overwatch is also coming to console. Has, has been on uh, has console. been on console. Sorry, because it was originally going to be PC, then it was decided we're going to go to console. Right. So yeah, there's some controversy about who did what, but uh, Paladins, it's a thing, and you can play it on console eventually. Right. Yeah. And speaking speaking of things that you can play very soon, um, they they've actually sent out the 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 kits for for users to sample with the uh, the mini NES. I can't that the wait. that the internet was super excited about. Uh, a couple months ago. Yes. Okay. Um, yeah, I'm not getting this. So, I am not getting it, but only because I have a way to play every, every one of these anyways. But there are some great things that, that I liked that they that they mentioned in here. Um, those, 30, those 30 games. Those 30 games are amazing. Those 30 games are worth the price of this. For the ease of being able to play this, it's great. I wish that controller was longer. Yeah. That's the biggest problem the, that I have. The controller. If you, if you go on IGN, you can you can see a picture of, of Brian Altano holding it up. The the wire yeah. from the console to the controller mm-hmm. is about two feet long. Yeah, it's it's nowhere Even near. Even the original enough. Nintendo yeah. controller wasn't that short. The original Nintendo was it three feet, six feet? I think it was. Six. It, was, it, was, it, was like, it was. I don't know. I, w- I was only four feet tall at the time, so I'm not sure. <laughs> but it was definitely really longer great. than that. So I, in, in my setup, I have a retro pie, so I can play. Uh, I can emulate um, only for the convenience. So you guys can rip on me for emulating. But uh, I have a controller hooked up to that, and it is a it's a 10 foot USB controller. Yeah. And honestly, because of my setup, um, it's just a little shorter than I want. <laughs> so I think 10 yeah. feet should be what should be the amount it should be, or uh, it should be a wireless Bluetooth controller. The reason that they didn't do that was they were trying to keep the cost down. Well, and also the lag, um, because on on Wii, if you if you try to play uh, retro games 
on the Wii, the timing is not going to be how you remember it because there there are those milliseconds yes. of difference. Yes, there are, there are, uh, which is why I have a. That's the other thing I was going to mention. I have a USB extender extension cable. Yeah. And it creates more lag. Yep. So I don't use it. That would add another six feet. But because of that, that uh, now that cable and the six foot when they're not being used, mm -hmm. uh, I, I actually use those to uh, power up controllers while I'm playing. If I'm lazy and I forgot to, control, uh, to do that, so uh, one thing that I like though is this has four save states mm -hmm. on there. So essentially, Nintendo went, "Hey, you guys are that are doing the thing we don't like doing. We're going to give you save states." Well, and it's it's also recognition of the fact that. Um, like if you're if you're trying to play a Punch lot of these a lot of these games, uh, yeah, like Castlevania. If you if you've played it enough times, you can beat it in one sitting. But like you can get an hour into that game and then be like, I, I can't, I can't, I gotta I'm, go. I'm done. I got other things to do. And depending on the game, you don't have a way to save. Depending yeah. on what game you're playing, so. I like that they did that. Also, the QR codes, you saw that. So yes. you, if you want to see the game manuals, the original game manuals, yep. there's a QR code in, in the game. You hit it, click it, with, do it with your phone, you do the thing, hmm. you get your game manual on your phone. Yeah. I love it. And then the, the, the final thing that they have, and this is something that's really funny to watch, um, if, you, if, you've, if you've tried to get like the Wii or the Wii U versions of, of the, the games on the, what's it, what's it called? The retro arcade thing? I don't know. The thing where you buy the games that you used to have when you were a kid. Yeah. Um, it looks weird. It looks kind of washed out and, and weird. And so there's there's three different modes on this. There's there's widescreen, which they're like, we, we put it on your TV and it's it's okay. It's like, no, 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 no. That's stretched and it looks yeah. It looks weird. I don't like it. it and then they have CRT mode, which is <laughs> which is how it actually looked back in the day. Yes. And it looks all smudgy and everything because that's what they did. And then they have pixel perfect mode, which means that every pixel is basically cut out into yes. the square. And I did the Tarantino thing. Um, <laughs> and so, yeah. And so, uh, so yeah. And then it's pixel a better perfect representation is is really really pretty. Mm -hmm. And so I, I encourage you if you do get this, play it on pixel perfect mode and never go back. So. I will say I'm more than likely going to be buying this for my nephew Okay. for Christmas. Um, I may pick up one. I may pick up one. I don't know yet because I, I may, you know what I may do? I may buy it for him and play it with him and, right. see, and see how it is. It'll give me, give me an excuse to try out the game. Okay. Uh, I really like the concept. I like that they're trying to do this. This is not something Nintendo normally does. Yeah. So I'm really happy that they're doing this because... Like I said, it's not something Nintendo normally would do. I would love to see the Super Nintendo version of this. Yeah. And there have been many people, we even did our list uh, talking about what we would put on a Super Nintendo version of it. Yeah. And I think contractually, there are certain games that would or would not get on there. That's the yeah. reason why this list is missing certain games. Yeah, but like um, the, the NES really was carried by, by them and Capcom. Those are, those are the big ones that come out there. Which, which is so. why, if you look at this list, you're like, that's pretty much what I wanted. Yeah. The, the, <laughs> For many that's people. That's them. That's exactly what they wanted. And yeah. every single person, I've shown this to, to my coworkers who have not played games in 25 or 30 years. And yeah. I showed them this game. I'm like, hey, this is this is coming out. 
What? All of it? Yeah, all of that. 60 bucks. Mm-hmm. All these games? Yes. yes. And I know a few of them who are going to pick it up. Who, yeah. are, who are in their you know late 40s, early 50s. They're like, I love these. I need to play these again. Yeah. I also like it as a way to to introduce it to to a future generation. Exactly. Which is what which is yeah. what I'm doing that. Uh, if I get one, then I'll bring it over for you girls. Yeah. All right, cool. Yeah. <laughs> which means you get to play it. Um, we got some interesting uh, interesting news. Both kind of go in there. Um, so TwitchCon right. is going on like right now. Uh, yeah, it's, it's wrapping up. It's still ra- it's wrapping up right now. We've got a few people who are who are at it. There are a couple uh, bits of news that came out of it. One of the things that they were really touting was Twitch Prime. Right. So Twitch Prime links uh, is Twitch Prime is a, a premium service for Twitch mm-hmm. where you will get extra content. You will get extra loot stuff for within games. Right yeah. now, you'll get a um, you'll get a Hearthstone character to play. Uh, if you, I know you don't know Hearthstone, so right. basically, it's like you you have a different image for your character mm-hmm. because when you play like a priest, you're playing this priest. Right. But you can pay to have another priest. This is basically that. They're giving you another right. image, another voice to hear. Um, which is cool. Uh, there's going to be extra loot that's happening on this, and I was like, okay, I'm, I, I get it. I don't know, whatever. And then I saw, oh, uh, it ties to your Amazon account. And I'm like, oh, cool. I have that. I got that. I have yeah. that thing. So so we now have Twitch Prime because it's that easy. Um, it, immediately, I'm like, okay, so there's extra content, which uh, I clicked on because it's like, hey, click on this for extra content. There's nothing yet. But yeah. eventually, this could yeah. be a thing. The other cool thing about it is, uh, if okay, so if you have Amazon Prime, mm-hmm. you can subscribe to. Normally, you if you sub to a uh, channel on Twitch, then you pay five dollars, they get X amount of that. Yeah. And so now you can subscribe to one channel for free. Uh-huh. So that could be our channel. If you have Amazon Prime, you can subscribe to us. I, if there's somebody else out there, okay, cool. Subscribe um, we're, to us. We're not doing this for profit. So we do spend our own money on this thing. Yeah. So if you want to sub to us, please feel free. We will be incredibly grateful. Phrasing. Um, so now, if you want to, uh, if you want to subscribe, that's awesome. Uh, I want to continue to do more live streaming stuff. Obviously, we do our show live uh, every single week. I'm um, doing Final Fantasy live, yeah. and there's there's other things that I want to do live. Obviously, we're not putting out product as as often as some other people. We're not playing, you know, the eight or ten or twelve hour stints of whatever game. Nope. So yeah, if there's someone on there that you want to to uh, to do that, sure. But we would love for you to subscribe to us because uh, we actually really like interacting with you guys in the chat. Um, it's really helping on Final Fantasy playthroughs, so loving it. Yes, it is. Uh, speaking of uh, of things that are tied to uh, tied to Twitch, um, Patron of War is now a new title for World of Warcraft for your character. You can be a Patron of War for your title that does nothing, but it's a title over your character. Yep. That's cool. Uh, basically, if you link your uh, Twitch account to your Battle.net account, Battletech, they still right. haven't changed it. They said they're going to change it. It still says Battle.net. I don't know. So, Battle.net slash Battletech account, if you link all this up in your Twitch account links, uh, then, and I think you have to also watch, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, you have to watch have- either the, the European... Uh, championships or the North American championships and log in at the same time yeah. as... The, and the European one is happening uh, literally right now. Right now! So if you're watching this, you could tune over there, but I'm like, okay, wait... I, really? I mean... I don't, I don't know. 
there there it's the that's the world championship of Europe was happening on the 29th and the 2nd. Mm-hmm. There's the two the and two then days. the North American one is the 3rd and the 4th, cool. which is so, later this week. So if you are link. desperate to collect all of the titles, that is a thing you can do. Uh, yeah. I'm most, back in World of Warcraft right now and I don't care about the I don't care about the title. Yeah, it's, I really it's don't. We, we've gotten into kind of the, the weird section, and so this was just a, th- a, a news thing that came yep. up, and I was like, why? <laughs> now, <laughs> well, we, I, 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 now we get into the really weird. It. Now we get into the really well, weird. Well, we have, we have one last piece of, of regular news that oh. someday I want to get to. Yes. Uh, PSX is happening Anaheim, California on, on December 3rd and 4th. Correct. Someday I will get out to that because that looks like so much fun. I'd, uh, I'd love to get out to this. PlayStation has been my ecosystem for for a long time, and uh, I I, I want to get out there someday. I would I would love to get to meet um, I would love to get to meet Shu. Yeah. And then uh, like the kind of kind of funny guys will probably be out there. Of course. Colin hasn't said if he's coming, but he's he's going because PlayStation is their wheelhouse. Yes. And and I enjoy that. It is. Um. I I want to go to this. I'm happy about this. Um. This. Uh. I'm, I'm curious what they will announce on here. This is after the PlayStation Pro is launched. Yes. This will be after PlayStation VR. So yeah. my guess is the entire show, not the entire show, sorry, half of the show will be pushing PlayStation VR mm-hmm. and how great it is with your PlayStation Pro. And they will phrase mm-hmm. it that way. Very, very Microsoft-esque. Okay. They will show this and they will say, hey, they're playing this on the PlayStation Pro and then someone will subtly say something about, man, the frame rate's so great thanks to that PlayStation Pro. You're yeah. going to get little subtle hints like that. My, my favorite thing about this is like uh, E3 is is the front-facing, everybody in the world is paying attention yes. to video games for this week. Um, at PSX, they're like, we have found some really crazy <laughs> indie people. Yes. Here's this. Okay, like uh, the, the Unravel guy. Mm-hmm. More of that, that was is so what you is what you see at PSX. Is adorable. these is these indie people who have not been in front of a crowd before, in front of the most hardcore yeah. of PlayStation fans. And I, I desperately want Microsoft to do this. Like I I don't know if they can. They're more corporate and everything. But the other funny thing about this is Sony is a Japanese company. Yes. And the the PlayStation Experience conference thing. Happens in California. Yes. Uh, okay. Yeah. I don't know why it happens here, but I will say the environment lends itself very well to California, very well to, to America. Um, I think that every event that I see that Sony does in Japan mm-hmm. is very structured. It is very tailored subdued, to that audience. Tailored, and it makes it makes uh, an Xbox event look like a party, and. I like that they can show how fun this environment is. Yeah. Unfortunately, they, they do it not in their own home country. But I think that's because the PlayStation, Sony of America, Sony Entertainment of America, whatever, I think that they historically have been doing a lot of just just completely, you know, to the wall, interesting, fun stuff. And I'm I'm glad that yeah. they're gonna they're gonna be doing that. Well obviously yeah, I'll tell you about it. That's on the third and the fourth. Mm-hmm. Um, let me pull up my calendar real quick. Is that is that coincide with when we'll be doing our? Yeah. So yeah. we will we will be giving you news as it's happening live. Indeed. Um, we I would like to do a live 
Absolutely. If 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 it is at all possible, yes. we will be doing a, a live reactions, and you can watch the PSX, uh, the the main presentation mm -hmm. with us. Yeah. And then we'll keep we'll keep giving out information as mm -hmm. we're able. We'll do a little little picture in picture of us of us reacting to it. Yeah. And uh, and you guys, and then we'll we'll do a wrap up. App. I would love to do that. I would like to do that for most of the major events. I'd like to do that for E three next year as well. So yeah. if it's possible, we'll do that for you guys. Um, so now onto the weird news. Yes. I apologize. Now we're onto the weird news, and the weird news uh, came with a recent study. Washington Post series of correlation studies that are not causation, and it's okay. So the 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 basic premise of this uh, Washington Post piece is that a, a demographic of people, which is males in their in their 20s, early 30s, mm -hmm. are playing video games and not inspired to go out and do careers. And therefore, that yeah. is why the economy is not recovering as quickly. Yeah. Video game players. And the other thing is that they that is that they highlighted is that games are getting so pretty, they're too addictive and they can't escape. Yeah, because no one no one was addicted to video games before they were pretty. Um, right, and that's the reason we're addicted is because they're so much prettier than yeah. they used to be. That's it, it is it is a tone deaf piece that I that you expect to find like back in the archives yes. somewhere, and it's 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 really a fascinating yeah. read to to see to see how far that goes, and then the other the other really entertaining piece that. That they that they never bring out and they never mention is how many young people in this male age mm -hmm. demographic are making video games and making money for those oh, sure. people to consume. Sure, that's how this works. That's how economy works. That's yeah. basic one hundred one economics. So I'll show you the I'll show you the stats that they then they try to correlate here. So this is yeah. the unemployment rise of young men. Mm -hmm. um, so this is percent not working and tripled since the 70s. Right. Okay. Um, I work in, it's it's not too corporate, but I but my job and other people that I know work in jobs that, that you have to be highly qualified, mm -hmm. um, many of which you have to have uh, a lot of accreditations, you have to know what Can you're you doing. Can you pull that up again for just a second? Yeah. Okay, so... The, the other element of this that is that they're, they're saying the percentage of young men who say they did not work in the previous year. This is not unemployment numbers. No. These are not people who are, who are looking for but cannot find a job. Yes. These are people because like uh, I, have, I have several friends who, who, are, who are kept. And for those of you not familiar with that phrase, that means that their partner works mm -hmm. and they, they live in the house, they take care of the house, whatever. And that's perfectly okay. Yeah. They they are entertained and and fulfilled in what they do in in their lives as it is. I I know, and that's okay. Yeah. Like people yeah. people don't people don't have to go to work and find a career that fulfills them. I know three people who um, three people who are married. The wife earns considerably more money yeah. than the husband. Yeah. And I mean, the husband is pulling in seventy to eighty grand, and the wife is pulling in way more. And they've gone, yeah, um, I'm not liking what I'm doing. I'm just, I'm just gonna quit. I'm gonna take care of the house, whatever. Yeah. Uh, I've also known people because, like it said, it said people who have not worked in, in. So you have people who've been laid off. Mm -hmm. 
because um, it mentions it, it, the phrasing on that is very particular. It says people who. So what that <laughs> yeah. basically also encompasses is if you were laid off for a few months, you fall into that category. Well, I said in the previous year. In the previous year, yeah. and I know eight people who were laid off and then got another job within the previous year. Yeah. But if, if there was a period of time in which you did not work in the previous year, you are included in these statistics. Exactly. And exactly. Now, yeah. there's an increase in screen time. This is true. There is an increase <laughs> in screen time. It is known. For every... It that's is That's how known. computers yes. and video games work. And if you notice here, there's a little note. Hey, uh, by the way, uh, the one on here that says computer, if it was a computer game, it's put in the computer games and not the regular games. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I mean, yeah, that's, that's a given. That's how everyone is increased not just the not just the young men yeah. now this this was interesting the percent of young men said they're ha very happy they were pretty happy before but when we you know when you okay so the problem is you're correlating a lot of things here um one of the other things that i, I was i wanted to, to bring up is we have a we have a culture of people that were told, uh, and if you look into the history of it, I'll go very briefly, uh, essentially from the uh, 70s and 80s, there was lobby groups that pushed Congress to say, hey, we should have more people who are educated. Yep. Hey, uh, we should get more people to have bachelor degrees. There mm -hmm. were not jobs enough to, to do that. Right, and there are jobs that don't necessarily, they're not necessarily assisted by the education that you receive in a bachelor's degree. My job, there is no bachelor's degree. Yeah, I could I could have a bachelor's degree, but it would not assist me. Um, there, there was a big push um, from lobbyists and Senate, uh, basically saying, "Hey, let's make sure we're more educated." And they pushed to have more people have bachelor's and further degrees, but they didn't set up any uh, type of system for these people to go into. Right. Germany, for example, if you did, if you probably knew this already, uh, if you if you go to uh, school in Germany afterwards, the way that you pay that back is you teach. Yeah. You've set up a you've set up not only a career for that person if they want to continue to teach they have to teach for I think three or four years depending on what their what their uh, subject was and what their degree level was yeah while they're teaching they're networking yep you're throwing people into the workforce and then you're letting them network to then get a job afterwards and creating a larger academic field mm -hmm. that that designs to to further and enhance and improve itself. Yep. That's how that works. I cannot tell you how many people around our age who finished their finished their degree at 24, 22, 25, depending on when they finished, and they went, now, now what? What? What, yeah. what do I do? <laughs> I've applied, and they and they're sitting there like I'm done with college. I graduated. This is this is great. And they start applying, applying, I applying. Was, I was told that this was the next step. Um, I knew people. I've known people who have been unemployed from three months to a year. And by by and let me put let me actually rephrase that. I know people who've spent three months to a year trying to find a job in their category, and either yeah. either found a job or found something completely different because they happened to stumble upon another job because they needed to make ends meet. Yeah. And we have we get applicants all the time, and I've seen other people who who work in HR and, and management. They get applicants all the time. Everyone has a bachelor's degree. Yeah. And if you don't have a bachelor's degree, you've got enough work experience. It doesn't matter anymore. Yeah. The, the problem has nothing to do the with video games. The difference is that those with a bachelor's degree have debt. Yes. Mounting around their shoulders and piling on top of them. And spoiler alert, people who don't have that much debt 
are not as stressed. Yeah, they're not as stressed. This is complete correlation with that causation. Yeah, there, there they, is no link. There's no link to these two. And they, what they tried to do is they, they have these statistically relevant studies because the, the actual way that the surveys were taken, and we're nerds, so we care about this. Like it is, it is scientifically accurate yes. the conclusions that were reached. But they took five different, five six yes. different studies, scrambled them all together to prove a point that none of these studies independently were meant to establish. Yes. There were similar, uh, and I tried to look up certain ones, but I, I didn't get to get the exact ones here. So I apologize for not having the exact sources. But the same thing was said about television. Mm -hmm. And the same thing was said about the printing press. Yep. The same thing was said about the printing press. Yes, this is this is how technology works. Yes. And you'd think that we would have reached a point with, with computer and video games and electronics mm -hmm. in general that we would have reached past this. So that's... The, the timing of this and the fact that this is coming out now when our economy is recovering and doing yeah. so many of these things I thought that was amazing by the and, way and we are, our economy is in recovery for the past year and a half we've been in recovery and it's yeah. it's insane the amount of recovery if you look at the stats um, that they they brought up so unemployment uh, we are in a we're in a better situation now than than we were uh, than we were in 2004 2005 2006 yep. uh, not counting and, and I say that because I'm not saying it's it's just what Bush left us I'm saying we are in a better state um, we're not quite as in a grade of state as we were uh, when Clinton left office mm -hmm. but we're getting pretty darn close yeah and that's amazing because people t keep talking about the recession the recession we fixed that. And I yep. think that we could we could be doing even better on that. But anyways, that's not, that's a completely different tangent. Um, this is uh, people were saying the same thing about TV and printing press. Here's another thing that they didn't factor in there. They're talking about screen time. Mm -hmm. How many people do you know that use e-readers or read on their phone? Yeah. How many people do you know that they don't read newspapers anymore? They yeah. don't read they don't read printed books anymore, but they will read on Kindle. Yeah. That counts as screen time. Yeah. Looking for a job is screen time. <laughs> Looking for a job, yeah. Um, it's so. it, it, there. There is nothing uh, related in this whatsoever. Uh, and my last exhibit, as my mic drop, is World of Warcraft. World of Warcraft came out in two thousand two, two thousand one. Doesn't matter. All that matters Shortly is after the dinosaurs. All that, all that matters is that World of Warcraft. When that happened, you had millions of people playing, and uh, guess what? We still had people working. The decline in people working in that age group has nothing to do with video games. End of story. Done. Right. Anyways. So that might have seemed like our topic of the show, but we have another one after that. We do. This is the end of the news section, so thanks for tuning in. If you're yeah. only interested in news, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> so the, the topic that we have for this week, uh, for this week in our collective heads, is video gaming accomplishments. And... Everybody has something like when you when you first start playing video games, your first objective is, oh, I've got to I've got to beat this game. The first time you beat <laughs> Super Mario Brothers, you're like, yeah, I beat the game, and and like challenges evolve, and there there are games that are stupid hard, and like different challenges that we set up for ourselves. Earlier on the show, we talked about somebody who beat the previous Super Mario Brothers record by 0.017th of a second. And that's amazing. 
But we wanted to, to reach out to you and hear about some of your stories about things things that you were especially mm-hmm. accomplished about. So while I look up those comments. Sure, sure. Um, one of, uh, okay, so I'll go with, um, I don't beat a lot of games. There are so many games that come out. I tend to kind of go back and, back and forth. But um, the fact that I have beaten uh, Bloodborne, I beat Dark Souls 3, very proud of those. Uh, I'm also proud that I beat... Um, Ocarina of Time, Majora's Mask, Link to the Past, and Link Between Worlds. I would like to beat other Zelda games. That's some things that I want in the future. Uh, before we did the show, uh, one of the things I was going to actually be doing on Twitch before we started the show, I was going to play every single Zelda game in the order chronologically by their timeline, not by the timeline. That's that interesting. Okay. I was going to do that and give a kind of retrospective of like of how it fits in the timeline and why mm-hmm. it fits there uh, and why I disagree with certain parts of it. Um, I, so there, there are other games that, that uh, I, some of my accomplishments, I've mentioned this on here before, I beat Silver Surfer on the Nintendo, the, the NES. Uh, yeah. uh, that I consider it a huge accomplishment because I don't think a lot of people got to beat uh, A lot of people put in the effort to beat it because it was so hard. I beat um, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles on the NES mm-hmm. because back then you only had one or two games. Yep, and you had... you you played that game because that was the game you had or the games you had. Yep. And yeah, yep. Uh, Final Fantasy VII beaten three times. These these are pretty good accomplishments in in, in my opinion. Um, but to me, I I like them not just because I I completed them. Uh, but the the feeling and being able to go through that journey, I think, is more yeah. important than having that tag on your um, uh, for your PlayStation or Xbox account. Right. Um, to me, that's more important. Going through that journey is more important. Uh, which is why uh, a while back I stopped caring about if my wife beat a game and I didn't beat the game because if I played it with her or I experienced it with her. Yeah. That's all I needed. Yeah. She's beaten every single Assassin's Creed game. She's beaten every Uncharted game. Um, there are probably other ones Golden that I could in there. Didn't think so. She did not beat Golden Abyss. Sorry. Uh, so there <laughs> yeah. are a lot of games that she beat. And we we actually, I, there's another thing I can throw in there. Uh, we have played every Gears of War and Halo game, mm-hmm. uh, except for the recent Halo game. Right. We've played every single one of those together and beaten them, except for Gears of War Judgment and Halo ODST, and I'm completely fine with that. Yeah. Uh, these are things that, to me, I think that, that experiencing them and, and feeling that story, I think that as much as uh, our current world lends it to be able to watch all the cutscenes, you can watch all the cutscenes to Alan Wake. Yeah. You can watch all the cutscenes to Metal Gear. It does not lend itself as well as playing the game. Alan Wake yeah. is close, but playing Metal Gear... Well, and you, and you, they're they're they've gotten a lot better at at storytelling through gameplay. Yes, and that's that's something that that really helps you to to experience it more and, and reach that point. It's it's also been really fun because like uh, when when we started playing video games, the ending was typically a screenshot. Yes, like what you what you get when you when you beat Super Mario Brothers is almost the same as when you beat it at every other castle. Yes. He, he he hits the axe. He fall. Bowser falls down into the to the lava, and then you you proceed to find the the princess. And there's been so much evolution in in regards to, to gaming, and I think that one of those things was to give you a reward of a cutscene or whatever. 
but now with the advent of the internet, I can watch that at any time. But it yeah. does not take the place of that accomplishment, that feeling. The satisfaction of knowing that I did this thing. And and the eureka moment of figuring out something or, or, or the, the euphoria experience when you beat a boss, the, the final boss of like a Souls game. Yeah. And, and sitting in that euphoric state as you watch kind of the, the wrap up, even if it's ridiculously confusing. <laughs> uh, I think that nothing compares to that. And I think that um, Nintendo... Um, hopefully will wise up to this. They've been kind of wising up further and further, but the way that they've been uh, doing DMCAs against people who do Let's Plays of Mario Kart. I'm sorry, I don't care. I can watch people play Mario Kart and they may be laughing and having fun. It, it's an internet personality. If I saw the kind of funny yeah, guys yeah, playing yeah. it, I might watch that. That'll be fun. That has nothing to do and cannot take the place. And that's that's not Mario why Kart. I'm buying the game. Yes. So uh, in our in our on our Facebook post, uh, we have uh, Andy, friend of the show, says uh, two games I played for years before essentially beating them through luck when I wasn't even trying. Uh, Maximum Carnage and Rocket Knight Adventures. The latter may have been 10 years after I initially played the game. And that's one of those things that like when you when you go back to a game that just that just hammered and just absolutely obliterated you as a kid and you're like I've got this yeah. now. And like and as as we grew to understand how games work and and understand what the developers are trying to tell us to do yeah. because it, I'm seven. I don't understand. <laughs> like I don't. I don't understand the the clues here. Yeah. And like there's, uh, Max, maximum carnage. That's awesome. I played that a lot uh, with my friend, my friend Greg Filson. If you're if you're listening, um, we played we played this and a ton of other games, and we never. I don't think we ever got past like stage three or stage four. It was so hard. Yeah. It doesn't give you the continue system is not made for a console. This is when they were when they didn't understand. Even if, even if it's an are arcade, different than consoles. Yeah, even if it's an arcade port, give me a continue system. Give me a way to keep going. Which is why save states are great. Yeah. Because um, that's one game that I would like to just be able to beat. The only way I can do that though is beat a level with as many lives as I can. Mm-hmm. Keep save state. Then do the same thing over and over again. Yeah. That, that's amazing that you beat Maximum Carnage. Yeah. yeah. Um, Alex Wooten says, uh, beating Chrono Trigger with very little assistance after having played on it for most of my gaming life. Also being able to beat Super Mario World in less than a couple hours with the coveted 96 stars. That is yeah. an accomplishment. <laughs> yeah. Um, and that's that's one of those things. Uh, this, is, this is kind of the, the first one that's like our own thing that we set up. Because beating a game is one thing. But setting up a separate challenge for ourselves and figuring out how to do that. Yeah. Um, is, is something that's that's really, really special. Like and beating a Zelda game. There's people who've done it, obviously. Beating Zelda, the original Zelda, without getting a Master Sword. Yeah. Or beating the first Final Fantasy game with only white mages. Right. Um, <laughs> Tyson went <laughs> Those through... Those games are hard enough. Tyson went through Ocarina of Time yeah. without getting any heart pieces. I love... I absolutely love Ocarina of Time. But that that is bonkers. Um, th- <laughs> yeah. This this brings he, up a, he's kind of bonkers. This brings up love another thing because I love the journey. Um, I, I I enjoy you know the completion and everything, but um, the journey is so important. And when uh, bringing up Super Mario World or Super Mario Brothers three, uh, I've I've been witness to those games being beaten. Mm-hmm. I have not beaten them myself. Yeah. But I have just as much enjoyment playing those games from the beginning. And sitting with people, trading off, playing the game, is yeah. just as enjoyable as it is to beat the game to me. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I I like the I like the 
the setting up your own challenges because like final fantasy 6 and i talked about this last week um i've i've beaten it so many times in so many ways and 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 after you've beaten it and after you when you when you feel like you understand the game Mm -hmm. on 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 a deeper level yeah because like (laughs) watching you play like half the time i want to type out like an entire paragraph of patrick yeah here's how you could optimize everything that's going on in the game right now and, and i'm not going yeah, to because sure. you're you're going through it and i don't i don't want you to yeah feel like i'm i'm you're giving me nudges to help speed up the process of having to hit a brick wall now the only brick wall that i've hit other than that was uh i don't know if you watched the the airing recently oh word no i got i got disconnected for a while i hadn't okay. hadn't gone back um because of the difficulty level in the game, I, I was very irritated, and the, the opera um, won it over for me. Don't worry, so I'm still gonna play. But I was yeah, really, to the really, really irritated because I got one-shotted, and I was out of Phoenix Downs. I had five Phoenix Downs going into the playthrough, and in 20 minutes, sorry, less than 20 minutes, in 15 minutes, mm-hmm. two of my characters were dead, and then I went in to fight uh, a boss. Right. And I had two characters, so I had to redo so much of it. It was very yeah. There, and there's and there's no place to save in Zozo, yeah. so that's annoying. That was really annoying. But there were being able to experience that opera was really cool. And I now I can completely see why so many people talk about the Final Fantasy VI opera. Um, not having played it, um, I was like, okay, yeah, opera, okay, whatever. That was really it's cool. So good. And for a game of that time to to set up, you have to remember lines. You have to remember your blocking, uh, stage blocking, was really cool. And if you didn't do that, for them to build it in and be like, oh, the performance was horrible. Let's try it again tonight. I loved it. Yeah. Absolutely. Loved it. And and like, uh, I I actually thought about telling you exactly how to do everything, but I was like. Actually, it's kind of funny because they 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 worked it in and they figured out how to how to be like eh, that didn't that didn't go so well. Yeah. And he specifically says it didn't go so well. We've got three more performances though. Yeah, like you've got you've got three more <laughs> tries. To see if you can get it. I also done. like the mental idea of Setzer being like, Nah, I'll be back tomorrow night. <laughs> that was horrible. I'm not getting her. Yeah. I'm not kidnapping Maria when she's not in her prime. Spoilers for Five Fantasy Six. I, uh, last last tip we have or, or comment I guess comment. is uh, is David Harper says earning every achievement in Oblivion including DLC but without really trying just <laughs> just through playing the game because of how fun it was and when you when you have a game that that just envelops you mm-hmm. and just and just you you uh, immerse yourself in that world so completely when when the journey itself I mean I keep talking about that but when when the game gives you all these things that you can do and you're doing them solely because they seem fun yeah success that's exactly what it is yeah because because like the the gamer score and trophies in in the in the xbox and playstation systems are designed to give an extra reward for that system but i don't and and i, I know that there are people who who play for trophies and they'll they'll play games that they wouldn't even want to sure. play to boost their score or whatever and i'm like because they hear it's oh it's only going to take four hours to get the platinum yeah so they'll do it Han- hannah montana easiest platinum and and i don't 
please don't. <laughs> so yeah, like the, this is not why I play. No. But but to have that system set up where you can, where because like I can I can tell you that I've beaten Final Fantasy VI with no character greater than level twenty. Yeah. Cool. And like that's a cool story, bro. But yeah. I don't I can't see it, and I don't know what it's like to go through that. But yeah. I, I I do like when people set their own standards. It's it's, it's the the standard is before we had trophies of being able to say, like you said, Tyson grabbing, Tyson beating Ocarina without grabbing a heart piece, um, which I'm assuming. No, never mind. I was gonna say you're assuming he doesn't count bosses, but bosses you have to grab the heart piece, then you complete it. No, I mean like you yeah. don't have to grab it. It's like it's separate. Yeah, yeah. So you can just you can bypass you can just it. Just walk around it. Yeah. So he beats it with three hearts, which means he gets one shotted by a lot of the. Yeah, that's, it's, it's, yeah, it's wonderful. And see that—that's where I'm like, okay, that's not fun. I wouldn't do it. Um, that's that's just me because if it's based on skill, yeah, then okay, I understand. I, I died, which is why I like Dark Souls because mm-hmm. uh, you don't completely get one shotted unless you have no health like you do. Um, I'm looking at it and going, okay, well, I got hit. Can I recover? Yeah. Can I strategize and be able to recover from this? That's the skill to me. Yeah. So let us know what are what are some of your favorite uh, you know, gaming accomplishments? Is there a game that you beat? There's a game that you beat. There is, and and I'm I'm gonna talk briefly about about my favorite ones because like uh, Dark Souls is is a really is a really special thing. Going back going back to trophies, mm-hmm. and I, I like this on on PlayStation. If you if you look at the at an individual trophy, you can see what percentage of people who have played the game and gotten at least no I guess have played the played game. The game have gotten this trophy yeah. and it's it's really weird to see the numbers on that because on on final or on fallout 4 yeah a month after it came out there's a trophy that you get for getting past the tutorial and stepping out of the vault for the first yeah. time that was only like 86 percent which means that 15 percent of the people who had played that game in the first month in the in the first month yeah. hadn't been able to commit 35 minutes to get out and I don't understand that. So the, the percentages of those are, are really entertaining. And the Platinum Trophy for Dark Souls 3 is at 4.6%, or was last time I checked, which is amazing because that means that one out of 20 people are getting the Platinum Trophy, which just demonstrates how, how crazy and committed the Dark Souls community is. Um, I recently got, and, and I know I'm going to keep talking about this because I'm freaking proud of this, um, the, the Binding of Isaac Platinum Trophy which means that you've beaten it in every way you can, mm-hmm. and you've played it enough to, with the with the randomly seated levels, to pick up every item in the game, of which there are three hundred and fifty something. The the platinum trophy on that has a 06 percent <laughs> of people who have gotten it, yeah. and I'm one of those. Yep. Um, that that game is is so amazing so so well built and and every time that i play it it's different mm-hmm. i love that yeah. and so for for me the when there's a game that, that grabs a hold of me like like that or like rogue legacy or like spelunky the ones the ones that i can keep playing and it's challenging and entertaining every time those are the ones that that i like to just dive hardcore into yeah. and then um all right i'll put i'll post it up later i i'm i'm different than you which, which is part of the reason the show works. Sure. Um, I, I don't have hair. He has hair. There's differences. Well, I, I wasn't going to bring that <laughs> one up. Um, okay, so I, I have a running list of games that I've beaten. And then uh, right before we started this show, and the, I think I've beaten more than this, but these are the 
only the ones that I'm like, yes, I have absolutely beaten this game. And then uh, like June or July of last year, um, that reach, that list got to 100. That's awesome. And I'm, I'm, I'm excited about that. So I'd, I'd keep adding to that list. And so I'll post that and, and let us know what games you've beaten, which, which games you've accomplished that, that, you know, stymied you when you were a kid, mm-hmm. but you, you grew up and you're like, yes, <laughs> I have accomplished the thing. Yeah. Because that's, that's a really fun thing that, that people who, who don't play games don't really understand, but we get it. We do. We understand, and and we want to we want to celebrate with you when you when you have a gaming accomplishment. Tweet it out to us. Let us know about this amazing thing yeah. that you did. Let and us we rejoice will... with you. It's, yeah. it's fantastic. That's what the internet's all about. So yeah, let us know, uh, and uh, we'll talk to you guys next week. Love you. Thank you for watching this week in our collective heads and all the other cool content we've got here. If you like that, subscribe and see stuff like this or different than this, but you'll like it. I promise. Yes. We only give you the best quality content. We're nerds and we branch out into all areas, so we will we will pull from, from movies, from books, from all these different things that we experience and associate it with and put it next to video games. Mm-hmm. Video games are our main passion. Oh, yeah. And if it's yours, like us and, and message us. Talk to us. Yeah. Hit us up on Twitch. Hit us up on Twitter. Hit us up on Facebook. Everything. YouTube. Talk to us wherever. <laughs> we're we twitch. don't have a lot of friends. <laughs> and we're Twitch everywhere, so it's easy to remember. Except for Twitch, which doesn't make sense. Twitch, Twitch, twitch gaming. gaming there. Yeah. But go check us out, and we love you. Thank you.